Welcome back to the show where you can't trust who anybody is. This is the Bennett Brothers Podcast for the Marvel TV series Secret Invasion, Episode 4, Beloved. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us. And we're doing it again. We're going to talk about the episode, talk about the series, think about our predictions and and where they're going to go with this and all that kind of fun stuff. We're going to also have a lot of banter along the way. So we hope you enjoy the ride. And then there's all the places you can reach us. I'm not going to spit those all out. Cause, oh, but I will say go to patreon.com slash Ben Up With This Podcast because we're putting up minicasts. We just put up one for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And it actually, not only, I don't think it's a minicast because it was really long. So we talked for a while. So that was uh, that one's up there for you guys to listen to for only a dollar. And uh, it's pretty good, pretty good conversation. Yeah, you will enjoy that. But that's not why you're here. You're here to hear us talk about the latest MCU he just lost his words what do you call it the the next installment i guess miniseries i mean the the next episode it's the next part of the mcu hey i want to talk to you about something real fast before we get you're talking to the audience or me you okay but to the audience because i mean it's a podcast but we were just jerry and i were just having a, a, a debate about uh not a debate i'm sorry a discussion about uh, Dead City, the new Walking Dead TV show. Uh, I have not started watching it. Jerry has been watching it. Uh, With I, Negan we were just talking about Walking Maggie. Dead and why why haven't I been watching it, even though I was a, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. But anyways, <laughs> one of the things that w- Walking Dead started to do is you start seeing people online like, oh, it started going downhill after season five or something. And that happens for a lot of TV shows. People say that all the time. I would say every TV there, show. Well, no, there's a couple TV shows that... that so where are you going with cool. this? I'm starting to see that a lot on like Reddit and other websites about the MCU. That's and I, nothing. We, I know we. I know we've talked. I know we've talked about this a lot. Is this superhero fatigue? Is this but, the no, end? But not, not superhero fatigue. I'm talking about the MCU in, in particular because I because Robert Iger just came out and said, "Hey, I think our movies aren't doing as well because we spread ourselves too thin with the TV shows that everyone has to watch in order to watch the movies and all that." Uh, that's a paraphrase, but yeah, it's very it's a big paraphrase. But I mean, it's basically what he said, right? I mean, would you sure. would you would you disagree with that's what he said? Just Kendall? to get through this conversation, absolutely. Well, I mean, this is, <laughs> I think this is interesting because we clearly don't feel that way. We're like, hey, new MCU, let's see it. I'm in for it. Like, and we always say the the worst MCU is yeah. is an well, average. The argument is comes average down to the argument other movies. Is, has the, the quality shows. dipped, or is it like we talked about The Walking Dead, where you're in a universe of 10, 11, 12 years, and you go. You know, I've seen a lot of zombies here. Is it just because I've seen it now for 11 years? And that's the thought is with the Marvel, it's like, oh, my God, you succeeded this long with one quasi continuing storyline. Is that work against it or is it genuine quality dip as the as the quality dipped or was, you know, who, who's to say? Because you could say well, yeah. that with Iron Man, too, or, you know, well, that's hard. I mean, like the, the, the what makes this different is Endgame, Infinity War and Endgame, like. They knocked it out of the park with those two. And I know a lot of people are like, I stopped watching after that. I'm like, well, you're dumb for stopping watching it. So you never saw Spider-Man uh, No Way Home? I don't even give like, voice to like, these people. What you, what's wrong with you? Like, that's one of the that's one of the best MCU movies that there is. And, like, you're an idiot for not watching further. People like to jump off. I know, of course. Like The Simpsons, doing... I haven't watched that in 47 years. Yeah, or, I mean, but, like... Oh, it's not doing well. Clearly, Guardians of the Galaxy does gangbusters, and it's still making millions. They want to keep. They keep wanting. I read articles like, oh, it made it made sixty million less than than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Then like a week or two, like it's made fifty million. It's forty million. Now it's like, 
it's only 18 million behind it. And they're like, oh, can, can we get it off here? Because it's really killing our vibe of saying that Marvel movies are, are failing. This, this doesn't no, help. But that's different. We have, that's to, put, one it, we have the, to put an asterisk that, on it. That's the yeah. end of original, like an original tr- trilogy. And all. it's like, what are you talking about? It's I'm just, like, you're going to, you're going to keep getting movies that, oh, the MCU is dead. And then another movie is going to come out and you're going to be like, Oh, but I do want that one's going to be pretty good because they keep doing it. That's what they do. So th- this in relation to Secret Invasion, in, well, in relation to well, we can talk about this episode. I and, hope uh, so. That's kind. Of, that's why he came here. I just wanted to bring that up because I think that continued our conversation from earlier, and I wanted to just talk about how I, you know, is there fatigue? I don't think there is, but I do see more people commenting, and I know, I know, when you see people commenting, it's usually people who are upset or mad because they're the ones that talk and there's another 90% of the people out there who don't respond to anything. Absolutely. It's the twi- it's the Twitter mob that that's a, such a small portion. Vocal of the, minority. Yeah. It's such a small majority. portion of the population. Mwah. If it bleeds, it leads. This gets me views. I wrote an article about the end of it. <laughs> and here we are doing a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> We're a positive podcast. And I'm going to tell you right now that I enjoyed the heck out of this episode. This might've been, I don't know if it's the best episode. It's the one that had the most money on screen as far as looking at it. I was visually had the action on there. Not that we need all action. This show is very, it, it's slightly less. I will say that there is a part of me that is disappointed that I won't anytime soon actually get the secret invasion story I want them to do, which is the one from the books, which is a movie epic You're gonna one. You're going to get Secret Wars that. instead of Secret I know invasions. that. And so I'm, I'm, but I mean, there is part of me that goes, oh, there's so many that they took the concept in the broadest terms to, to tell this story. And it is, I'm enjoying it. It feels almost more original than, than, than actually following something, even less more, even less, uh, original or I say more original than civil war which i you know took the name and took a little bit more this feels like it took the name took the idea of the scrolls and that's about it and the idea that heroes could be villain what did you think of the episode so, I, i'm <laughs> i feel like i'm after flash that after seeing the flash movie that's kind of why I've, i really enjoyed this episode but i can get really nitpicky about there are a couple things that like just Brought it down a notch for me. Well, we'll go through the pieces and we'll yeah, see, and we'll yeah. say this didn't work, but this did work. Well, I'm going to start with the. Let's start with the. Let's start with the, the beginning one. Well, let's start with the. You're thing about the reveal. Yeah, the thing that got revealed last episode that you didn't even realize, like we talked about, that I said, oh, because I mean, I, as soon as I watched it, we're talking mm-hmm. about obviously the reveal that James Rhodes is a scroll, and in episode three, we hear him on the phone talking, saying, "Yeah, you're working for me now. Meet me here." Yeah, graphics and not very I watched it, and I went. Oh my God, that's Rhodey. And then I quickly saw something on YouTube that confirmed mm-hmm. it. So I did hear that. And you didn't hear that. And I, but I mean, I'll honestly, everybody online is like, that's how you're going to reveal it. And I do mm-hmm. question that, like the structure of the story here, why certain things are being structured certain ways, like killing Gaia at the very end of the last episode, episode three, I can see in a storyboard, a story room meeting going, listen, mm-hmm. listen. In the end of the first episode, we've killed Maria Hill. And so we've established the gravitas. And so now in episode three, we kill her and people are going to go, oh my God, they're killing everybody versus us all going, um, we know she's in this more. I mean, that's what I, I mean, again, maybe I'm speaking because well, of who full. we are. Maybe people don't, people You're 100% because you know. obviously we've seen more of her in trailers and we've seen Nick Fury in the trailer for the Marvel. But I guess I should like, ask my in-laws if they would go, oh no, we thought she was dead because they don't follow but, any but the, of that The reason stuff. they did that is an old trope from... 
broadcast television like stay tuned next week to find out what happened to Gaia well, like it, it, yeah. it's a cliffhanger to try to bring you back even though I don't think the show necessarily needs cliffhangers like that because it felt it felt very and I mean no don't get me wrong there's a dramatic moment although her death quote unquote death felt weird I remember when we were watching it Debbie was like so she's riding there the lights come on in the vehicle and she just kind of falls over on her motorcycle like lights hit my motorcycle ah and then the motorcycle <laughs> falls over like my That's, motorcycle can't yeah. stand up against lights as opposed to driving or doing yeah, anything I mean, was... and then she just dies and i was and i and i was like okay i get it i mean i understand the structure like i said you kill maria number 1 now number 3 you can think it's going to happen and also hearing rody when i did i was like i had the moment i did have the moment of oh my god and it wasn't so in your face that maybe I guess here's it's a, it's a catch twenty two because part of you is like oh do you got to really spell it out and say I'm a scroll and show Rody or can you show it subtly but at the same time you're going well it's so subtle now I can't even I didn't I, I missed it I got you're right because you know I found out because other people on the internet said it was I didn't find out because of the, the show that they made I found out because other people because I didn't realize that was Rody's voice I thought it was another one of the scrolls and then people like oh that's Rody's voice okay so so some some XYZ dot com spoiled it for me or didn't spoil it for me revealed it for me that's bad writing on the show's part if you, if you have to re- if you're well, they're not expecting the one you to pay a little more attention i'm not saying you don't to but understand you the voice i mean i guess you He's know what i would like to voice. do i would like to uh maybe see it in subtitles as it say roads roadie you didn't have to it, but no, no i'm saying if you're deaf and you're watching this show and it has subtitles on that's is the question, reveal huh? is the reveal does it say roadie and is this is roadie's voice or does it say uh something else although i will say the big reveal was uh the scroll that is playing Rhodey is actually a woman, so that's interesting. I in in twenty twenty three, I wouldn't assign gender. It's a, it's myself. a female. It's a female actress. I, uh, I'm sorry, this is the world we live in. I can't sure. make those. I mean, I could be wrong. She could identify <laughs> no, differently, I, but I was thinking about that. But she does. She ties, the, same she thing ties like, the towel around her. It's a. It you know, obviously scrolls, guys can tie. Scrolls have seventeen nipples. Everybody knows this. this. <laughs> but still, I have nipples. I don't cover up my nipples when I get out of the shower. <laughs> I've got nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah, you always wear a towel right under yeah. the nipples. Not at the waist, yeah. at the nipple. That makes it it's like weirder. Right under the boot, like, right what? Under my just, you just draw attention to them. <laughs> I like to wear the towel, another towel on top around. <laughs> wow. I don't understand what I'm Maybe we this. should stop. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a reveal that it's actually a, a female scroll. It, it goes to show, I mean, because they established that. You know, but it's 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 weird. Once you start doing that, again, you again this, the show and the idea of scrolls can overcomplicate any kind of espionage thriller because unless you limit it, like they're trying to limit it, it's like oh anybody could dress as Talos, anybody can dress as Gaia, anybody can do that. And and when you do that, and that's what they do in the books, it's almost too much. Now the show has been saying, well, no, normally somebody dresses and stays in just that case, except for that one scene where we want to have everybody look at. What's the villain's name with G? Gravic. Gravic. He stands up all of a sudden. They all stand yes. up looking like him. Sure, sure, sure. And I, they could have switched, yeah, no, ta- switched to we scrolls. Talk, we talked about this last. Yeah. You brought that up last week. I just this mystery show is about you don't know who's who, and I feel like one big reveal got it wasn't a big reveal. It was <laughs> there's his voice. Oh, that was the reveal. Okay, cool. But I, I, I'm hoping they do something with it. I go, I want to give Marvel the chance to do something with it, but we'll see. Ugh. Ugh. But this was a great episode though. I'm starting to think of more of the scenes in this episode coming up that I really liked. So, I mean, I think one of the one of the standout scenes for this show, for the MCU uh, in general, for me, was the scene uh, between uh, Nick Fury and his wife. 
uh, Priscilla. Wow. That scene when they're sitting there together and they're talking about it and she's she's been using them all along, but I don't know, it's called something when you when you yeah. love when you when you're when someone's your job and then you fall in love with them. Like by the way, I just I just rewatched the scene. It yeah. just says man on the phone. See? So deaf people didn't get that reveal. Did you say dead people? Deaf people. Oh. Or people uh hearing impaired people. You know, they didn't have that they didn't get that reveal on the phone. They got it in the next episode. Man, Hit me. Why did they? Why, Jerry? Why was that a thing? Because do they think no one's gonna know this is Rody's voice? It was. Or do they think it was is... done for people like me who pay attention? And unfortunately, I don't pay attention. Well, you shouldn't listen to. You shouldn't watch any YouTube videos. They will spoil everything. <laughs> I guess. Don't I listen don't, to this podcast. I, I guess. Jeez. Wait a minute. This is backfiring. Yeah. No, I don't. I. I. Wow. I, I. It's. It's. I don't know. I, I agree with you. They should. It, it was a weird choice. Again, I had that moment, I but I that. also remember when I had it, I had that moment like, that was Rhodey. And then like, why would they? I know? really would like to see someone, like, here's why we did it. Unless it's going to come into play later, like, Rhodey's actually not a scroll. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So here's the question then, since we're talking about him. Now the question comes in, and it also comes in for Everett Ross. How long have they been a scroll? Oh, yes. And what that what that boils down to, uh, and I've read, I've listened about this with Ross. He said he came out and said the actor uh, Martin Freeman said that he thinks everything he was in Wakanda Forever was him. That's the way he portrayed it. Obviously, Marvel can do whatever they want with that. I personally think the perfect opportunity for that is when he's in prison and they bust him out. But with Rhodey, I don't think that he's definitely a scroll in Fan, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When he meets in that one scene with Falcon, he's a scroll there, but not in Endgame. And the reason is, is he's there with Tony, and that's Tony's last. You know, he's the first one who yeah, sees him course. and everything like that. And the only way that works is if he's been a scroll for for years. Just you know, maybe they did that for years, and then he's always been that way. And that way, he still had a, a close connection with him. But I, I would be surprised about that. Yeah. I... Well, you, but he's you, definitely. And you he's brought this up the scroll, other, though, You in, brought this up the other day about the other podcast about when him and Nick Fury were sitting down talking about being black people rising to power, and you know what? It wasn't a black person rising to power. If, well, if technically, it was people of color. So green is a green color. is a color. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, but like, it wasn't a black person rising to power. So it's like, ooh, that that. Well, it that shows was, it shows how sneaky they are. This makes oh. it like yeah. And I, you know, I I'm hoping there's. Do you think that's it? Do you think we're going to get any more big reveals? Any of our, any other actors going to be? Uh... Don't know. I it's, it's, I don't know. Again, this kind of show I to have so. more of that would need to have more people brought well, in. You would hope. I mean, you want this to be like the television, the, the comics. So in the comics, now, a ton of that. Now there's two episodes, and I've heard briefly that the final two are big. Oh, they whatever get, that means. They've been getting significantly smaller and smaller. Except, this last episode oh, was epi- like no time. I'm minutes. saying I'm <laughs> saying when I say big, I don't mean just the length. Although yeah, this was short. I mean big as far as what happens. And it has to. There. What do you think about the complaint that it's supposed to be this grand thing, but you don't really feel it, even though we've that seen this with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Remember, it was well, like what, this grand what is, thing. What does it have to make it? What does like, it have to make it feel? I mean, I'm just the whole idea. Like they're, they're trying to launch. To you know, it's a hard thing. To, how do you make in a world like this? In a world, it's this is the conversation we had during the Mandalorian that first season when you went when they went to the town. It's like where are all the people? This doesn't feel like a a, a crowded town. They were able to fix that. And they actually went back to it, and they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna get everyone out of this town." I can count how many people are in this town on this screen because they don't have enough extras, right? <laughs> and so it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do to make something feel epic and global. I don't know. That's a, it's. I wish, I wish there was, I wish there was a good answer. I mean, I'm trying to think of TV shows. Game of Thrones did it. Game of Thrones was able to make 
big epic feels. Stuff. You're picking the one percent show. I know. Well, I'm trying to think World. of other shows that have that big epic feel to them that you can get away with on a normal TV show budget. I guess I don't know. It's hard. It's even even within the MCU, it's well. It's supposed to be a. It's supposed. The show is actually supposed to be a little more cozy because that's a spy, spy thrillers are supposed to be you know in the shadows kind of things you know unless they're oh bond. and I agree with that but you I mean you brought up the you brought yeah. up the point about how it doesn't feel as so. I'm gonna go through this a little bit here now. So, you be- the title "Beloved." You believe that's literally just referencing, obviously. Yes. Okay, yeah. so and there's the, nothing the hidden in there. And all that kind of stuff, which was great. Again, I want to point out how great that scene was. I, it was just the fact that the fact that they shoot and they cut away. I did not. I mean, I did he's not, not going to get well, hit. He's not going to get, or he could get hit, but she, you don't know where it's going. The fact that they both shot away, I was like, "Well done." Oh, and the well whole in her question, done. like, would you have? If I hadn't oh, changed, he answer it. Yeah. he's like, we'll never know. I thought to myself, oh, good answer, Nick, because we all know the real answer. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gaia come back to life and we get a little bit of a flashback back that she's gone back and done the power thing. Now, it looks like she just did the extremis and not all four powers. We know that. Gravik has done at least two powers because mm-hmm. we've seen the extremis and later in this episode we see the Groot. The Groot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether we'll see the Frost Beast or the other one that's escaping. Obsidian Cole's Obsidian arm. Cole, yes. Whatever that. Uh, well, yeah, again, his, not no, his strength. strength. And then there's the Beast is strength. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. He can, can be outside in the cold. <laughs> okay, what do you think about the relationship now? When we were watching the scene with Gaia and her father, Talos, and she's like, what's your plan? And his plan was basically, I, I'm just going to hope for pretty things. Because oh, that's yeah. what it's like. You, you felt like, oh, what is she? You know, she's like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. Or, I mean, it, it, or is this or is this the origin of her story arc? Like, she left her hot dad. He's dead. Air quotes dead. Just like everybody else who dies at the end of these episodes. And then this will be her inspiration to to do this. Will this take her over the top? I don't know where they're going with her character. I feel like... Because she supposedly already has this inspiration because the mother, air quotes, died too. This is me inside baseball. She's kind of a a big star name. Not, I mean, she's not huge. She's not a movie star name, but she could be. Oh, yeah, Terminator. They could want to be building her up to give her her own movie at some point, or give her. Yeah, I know, you but know. do you make a brand new character when you have a, a universe of thousands of superhero characters? She's a brand new. Well, I, I think they should have killed her off last episode because that, that was shocking. That was psycho shocking from Alfred Hitchcock when they kill off the main character. And you're like, oh my god, they kill off the main character. No, yeah, that would have been. I think that would have been more. That actually, Maria Hill's death sucks. But if they would have killed off her Gaia, that would have been more shocking and more uh, grand than anything. Uh, anything, but the fact that they brought it back to life is like, yeah, okay. We still don't know if. Uh... Again, there's a bunch of pods in a room somewhere that have all of our, you know, have Emmett Ross and has Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yes, and it obviously has uh, Don Cheadle too, because the idea that with an Armor War movie yeah. coming out and they're going to have a scroll roadie do it are very, very unlikely. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish... This is going back to the secret invasion from the comics, at least from my understanding. I wish they were setting this up 
in previous movies somehow better. I know they were setting up the scrolls, but I wish and the they idea were setting of extremists. up extremists. Extremists. But extremists. I wish they were setting up li- like little pieces here and there for secret invasions. Because they say Rhodey going back to this, it's like, okay, you can say that. I, I unless you go, hey, it's look, a secret like, though. Like, like look, when he said this line, like, oh, like, but it's only Rhodey. And and Martin Freeman maybe in black in the comics in the maybe. comics when this first the two years two years before the Secret Invasion mini book came uh, miniseries came out Bendis was writing uh, the Avengers and there's an issue there's an episode when this big attack is happening and then Hawkeye air quote dies not like this not like this he, he, and he goes in explosion and there's all this chaos in the scene and in the foreground Did you use Matrix is? Not like this. Well, that's what he says. That's it's a it's a famous thing he does that where he goes not like this because he and he ends up going because his his backpack's gonna explode so he goes up to a ship and takes out a whole ship kind of a thing. Of course he didn't die. He turned into be he turned out to be a uh, Ronin. All oh, that's where Ronin came from. But in that scene, it's like this chaos scene with all the Avengers fighting in there. In one spot is a scroll standing there. I didn't even notice it, and it's like never referenced, never talked about, and people are like he had a scroll. Two years before they were going to do this. So there is that kind of stuff I in there. I love that. Yeah, it's great. That's, I mean, if you, everyone goes back to the early Marvel stuff, like, remember when they just kept having Thanos at the end of some of these movies and they built up to it and it made this grand thing? And like, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, are you doing that? <laughs> I want to see you do that some more. That's what Kang is. But, but yeah, I, I, I wish they can do that with this. Maybe they did do it and they're going to they're gonna come out and be like, hey, remember when, but it's, it doesn't, you're right, it doesn't feel as grand as it should. It really needs to feel. I don't know. Feel Let me ask you about. I don't know. Wait, hey, did you watch that thing? I uh, <laughs> the thing on the Crusader, the comic book character no. Crusader. Okay, no. we should watch that. Learn about the Crusader. Regarding the extremists, and obviously this has been perfected, and they say they finally figured it out from Iron Man three. What is the, uh, what is the the ultimate like? You get you got the extremist takes a shot, heals, hand mm-hmm. splits, heals. How do you, you know, I, I recall like he was losing full arms in the, in the, you know, the quote unquote Mandarin in Iron Man 3. His arms are just regrowing back on magic. Uh, it's growing back magically pulling mass from somewhere to make more arms. Like like someone's standing there, you know, and the guy weighs 240 pounds and you knock his arms off and he grows back arms. Is he still weigh 240 or is he down to about, you still know, 190, you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, you know, so what kills, like she gets shot or, or I'm, I bring this up mo- mainly for, um, Gravik is how do you, how do you kill him? him? Is it, is it a shot Cutting to the, the head? head, shot yeah. to the head, losing the lower or torso? What, what shot is to the heart? Okay. Oh, God. No, I, I can't pay for the rights. That's <laughs> we pay for rights. Exactly. <laughs> Go to patreon.com. <laughs> Sunshine, lollipops and. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's probably cutting off the head or injecting him with something yeah all right getting back to the the show here so we after uh, she realized that she's <laughs> after realizing she's actually not dead we go to uh, another flashback we are only scene you're on this show right now well we covered i know no this is all you this is all you it's only 36 minutes 36 you. minutes there's actually 15 minutes of oh, credits, this will be so... longer than the actual episode and for Do that it. i apologize <laughs> After the open credits, we get a flashback to Paris in 2012. We get another mm-hmm. de-aged Nick Fury, and I'm guessing she's de-aged yep. too, but I'm not familiar with the actress, so I, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't. We already went through her list of credits last year. Don't slow this down anymore. Woodard. But Charlie we Woodard. get... 
they're talking about the Avengers, which had just occurred, and then we get the we talked. You already <laughs> talked he, about the the poem here, so this is where this whole sequence is. That's when he walks in in the with the black trench coat on, the black eye patch, just walking into a restaurant, like okay. <laughs> well, how's he gonna lose they, the black? They're just sitting anywhere, like in a restaurant. How can he go anywhere? He's, he's all you, black. It's just, and, it's just the trench coat. Then it's like if he loses the trench coat, he's fine. Fair. Yeah. Well, if you walk, if you're sitting in a restaurant or a cafe and someone walks in, you're immediately gonna look at that person. Well, yeah, a, a, a big six foot two. A bald guy with a goatee and an eye patch. I'm sorry, an eye patch. Yeah, everybody's gonna look. Of course, that's okay. We accept that. We accept that. And then we get to the present day where we're at the St. James Church. This is where the scroll roadie or scrody, <laughs> scrody, kicked him in the scrody. So scrody, uh, you know, says that you know he fired him himself. He's kind of cocky and basically says, "Hey, either you do this or we're gonna come after you." And it puts the dilemma of what she's going to do, which we talked about later when we get to the scene, as you've mm-hmm. already described it. The uh, she does try to say, "Hey, it's not worth killing him. He's not. The, he's the former man what, what, that he was." And obviously, we also see that uh, Nick is listening to this whole thing, and yeah. he's he's grieving here for I'm guessing the loss of his close friend Rody. <laughs> no, he's clearly grieving because he's thinking about her and who he loved. Mm-hmm. You know, so well on the top of that, Maria Hill. I think that still is affecting him. I think they tried to show that last episode with Maria's mom. So then later on, we get uh, Pagan is talking to Gravik. Remember? Yep. Who's Pagan again? Uh, why would you do? Why would you? <laughs> no, no, he's uh, he's one of the scrolls uh, played by actor Killian, Killian Scott. Scott. Yeah, yep. and they're preparing for an attack, and they talk about Gaia, and he basically says, "Oh, I, I knew about Gaia, and that I took care of her." And they're going to now attack a high-profile American target, and they're going to be disguised as Russian troops. Now, I'm guessing, and jumping a little forward ahead, but we can get we'll get there. Is is and how will they know we're we're Russians? Because we're going to probably leave a couple of them alive. I'm guessing so they heard that Jerry, these guys they were had Russian, Russian, but they looked like they were trying to kill everybody. Oh, they were speaking like Russian, and then they killed all the Americans, including the president. There, you don't understand what I'm saying? No. Is they're going to go in and take out the president? Mm-hmm. And they're disguising themselves as Russian by speaking Russian. Yeah. And so that the people they're shooting at can hear them doing a Russian accent. They and then Ru- they kill sure. all those people. Use, yeah, it doesn't matter. They so, use Russian military equipment. And I understand like that. that, but it doesn't mean anything unless they, had plan, unless they had planned to not I'm kill sure all those guys. That's fair. But there might also be cameras. Uh, anything could be, be faked on the news, though. Yes. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I'm saying, uh, and obviously... Well, we're we'll get to that later, but that all falls out the door when we go. Oh, look at that remember. Russian! That Russian! So, that Russian's got a Groot arm. I think uh, he's a Russian. So, you, but I mean, well, first of all, I mean, there, people in this world are used to people with superpowers at this point. But, but look at it this way, right? President goes over there, gets killed. There's a big investigation. People don't know about scrolls, so they immediately go, "He died over in Russia. It's something to do with Russia. They use Russian military equipment. We can see that on, you know, spy satellites and things like that." That's why they would think it's Russian. Plus, everyone in power who's a scroll goes, "Hey, it was the Russians that did it." Rody's like, "My God, the Russians did it." Ro- Rody's there, remember? And Rody's just sitting in the back. He would have survived, and he would have been like, "The Russians attacked us." Yes. Okay. Hey, right, yeah. I got an answer for go. Jerry. Took yeah, this is real interesting in the day and age we live in now. This whole storyline about what we're supposed to believe, and I guess in a lot of storylines when they're dealing with military aspects like this, is the idea of accepting 
something as face value when they see it. And even even Brody mentioned this in the second episode when he like, this looks like a false flag operation. How do you even know it was us? And we're dealing with on a daily basis, the Ukraine-Russian conflict going on right now. And the fact that the Russians are constantly saying, we didn't, you know, that's not us. And the Ukrainians are saying we didn't, because that's what, you know, it's all about controlling the information, controlling the narrative. You know, it's fake news, it's fake news, it's fake news. And so we're dealing with it in this world. And it, it, but it, but then it draws attention to the fact that how does anything anybody say affect when they say it on the news, then they're going to be like, oh, it must be true. Because like someone else is going to say, it's not true. Okay. I, I didn't know where you were going. With yeah. That. I'm just I was, trying I was yeah. a little, I was like, no, where are you going, Jerry? <laughs> um, but I mean, that's the people saying that that's to us. We watch the news. We're the, peasants or the the populace hopefully the people in power have a system a spy true, system true. to tell to give them good information true okay now that has failed in the past but you know all right Joel's two for two Joel's two for two we get the priscilla and the nick sequence here yep. where he admits it. that uh she was his greatest mistake yep which is harsh and we, oh. it would mean more if we had ever she seen her before. I mean, I she was a spy. She was. She was. I know, right? I'm not. Imagine, again, if, we, but, imagine if we would have seen this character. And I know they did it after. They kept him. Marvel comes after. But imagine if this had been something that had been going on throughout. the Well, show. I think what you do is you you, you do you have two cho- we have two choices here. You do that, and then this scene has more gravitas, or you do it the way they did it in the show. And then when we first meet her and that whole thing, that's the gravitas. We're like, oh my God, he's married. And oh my God, he's married to a scroll. versus we see him married for the last 10 years. And then we go, oh my God, is he going to kill her? And this is devastating. So you have a choice. And I think that they yeah, went okay, this way. Know, I think hard. they went that this way. Is, this, is a, this is, I love this which one would have a more? Which, which one would have more gravitas, do you oh, think? Oh, the, the, the years-long storyline changing. Was, Versus just the TV oh my god show. he's I've married I just, just met her yeah but I mean that hit, but remember when that happened we it were like fine. no but we were like oh my god Nick Fury's married and he's married to a scroll that was a shocking moment sure. I, it that's it, a hard thing to do because it's hard it's, a shocking to, moment, it's hard though. for them to want to do something for ten years later like we're gonna plant this seed and then ten years later we're gonna have the reveal Game of Thrones did that a couple of times where they have the seed and then then you're gonna find out about Hodor like you right that that's the kind of stuff that you awesome and i like that i love when te- i love when books do that it's hard to do it with television and movies because as we've talked about many plenty of times to have a plan is hard to have a plan 10 years away that's even harder like look at dc like dc yeah. are you planning for the next movie or are you planning for the next 10 movies this goes but but that being said drink we're gonna have a movie coming up where the leader comes back a guy we got introduced in incredible hulk He's gonna come back, and that's a you know like. Or the abomination just came back. Yeah, I mean the abomination, but like the leader is a seed that got planted. Like mm, it wasn't on purpose because everything changed around. But like that's kind of the thing. Like I'm excited about that. That's really cool to bring back a character. Well, that was a character that, that was saw. designed to be in a Hulk sequel that they never did. So yeah. they said now we can. So touch they're on bringing here. that character back, and I think that's really cool. I think that and bringing back you know and uh, Betty and all that kind of stuff. That's that I love that. I know it's not on purpose. But I wish they did more stuff like that on purpose. So I liked uh, the reveal here that she is Dr. Priscilla Davis, and she's actually yes. taking over this woman's life. Now, you could say, why do that? Why not just make a face? And they've established that you have to, like, you, maybe you, you can actually look like anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we saw that in Captain Marvel. When they come out of the water, they see the surfer, and they look exactly like the surfer without having done any connection. So you can do that. 
But this takes the approach that in 2023, or and when this show is going on, which is probably 2025, 2026, there's, a, there's too much connectivity. You can't just like an older one where you go like, here's a fake ID. I ran this for you. Here's a here's a social security number from a dead baby from 1972. It's like they're like, oh, she's took she took over her life. And to the point where she's been taking care of this woman's parents and making them. And her kids. She has kids? Yep. Make sure my kids are happy. She says, Priscilla says that. The Priscilla said the I what? thought she said, Priscilla make sure said, my parents... Uh, I thought she said her kids. No, her parents, because there's no kids anywhere here. She, and that would mean Nick would have... No, 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 no. Because she's still who she is. I mean, you might be right. But she the, said parents, sure. and she said, make that's sure fine. you never hurt Nick. Yeah. That was the thing. Parent, okay. you know, no, that's fine. That's. Uh, that, that, I mean, either way, I Three think... promises. First, to bury her at sea. Second, continue to be a daughter to her parents. Mm, that's why we did And the third was never to hurt Nick. And then they like shoot Dyslexia flipped those two. That's fine. Be a parent to my daughter. No, that, <laughs> dyslexia doesn't work that way. I don't have dyslexia either. You know who says I that? Think, People have dyslexia. I think they, she could have taken any face. I think this is going to show, and I think she mentioned this, like she's not a bad person. She was following this person around. She's like, oh, she has a terminal illness. I'm going to talk to her. I think this is to show us how she, Priscilla is actually a good person. Even Absolutely. Though she, even though she Absolutely. was spying on Nick Fury. No, but she found, you know, she fell in love with him and she had a, she, that was her assignment was, at the yeah, beginning. You fell in love with your assignment. Yeah. I feel like that's a... So now that she's betrayed Gravik, Fury's uh, basically warning her, warning her that you know that they're going to come after her, and she says, "I can take care of myself." She, she betrayed Gravik. I say Vara. her name is Vara. She betrayed Gravik. Her name is Priscilla. That's her human name. Her, yeah. her 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 green name is is Vara. I love it when they have. We talked about the guests you'll never know scene, and then we get our roadie hotel suite sequence where mm-hmm. we get the reveal that he's being played by a scroll. And Fury's there, and there's this back and forth tension, and how much do they know versus doesn't know? That was a wonderful scene. I thought that yep. was actually a really good scene. Uh, you realize like, how evil he is towards him, and then you find out about the liquid tracking yeah. stuff, which even was he, he even told him and, about it. Oh yeah, great, great scene, great scene. Yep, that's Nick Fury where you want Nick yeah. Fury to be at. And then we cut to the cut to car, where they're talking, they're tracking them, but they're tracking them way, way behind. Uh, we know that the air, the president lands. Rhodey meets up with them. They get in their middle of the country. They're traveling, and then we get the action sequence here. And how cool was the scene when there's the surface-to-air missile launcher coming out of one yes. of the vehicles, hitting one of the oh, that was awesome. So here's, and this is this is totally subjective, and I understand that the action sequence felt high-end television, not movie. If that makes sense, there were times when it looked great, like when they had drone shots and stuff. Because like it's guns, great. yeah, guns and explosions, and that's high in television. It's not, it's not superhero. I, when I watch, it's not, it's not Moon Knight. But when Moon I, Knight was was was, no, no, was when massive. I, when I watch, you know, uh, Captain War, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and like the I'm scene comparing with, it to television I'm, shows. But I'm comparing it to the MCU movies. Well, that's of course. I'm, I'm comparing it's, a Nick Fury scene to a Nick Fury scene. When he's in the car and he's being chased down and he has the minigun in there and all that. And actually, I've seen clip that, that clip and then I've seen the other clips. There's just something about like the pacing. There's something it's about the Russo the, brothers, man. Yeah, maybe it's that the Russo brothers. That is the Russo brothers, brothers all I the mean, way. I mean, I didn't mention this earlier, but Compare some, it of the, to the... some of the car chase sequences in this show, and we've talked about this in S.H.I.E.L.D., 
there's some there's a high intensity that's not there with some car chases like look how fast they're going yeah, they've raised the bar so much on stuff <laughs> like winter soldier raised that or bar even so we mentioned transformer like night transformers yeah. like that those car sequences are so fast because they have the cars driving by the cars and stuff like that and when you watch these they're like i would okay. say i agree with you that it doesn't have that i think there's the some it's of the reasons some of the reasons is uh, the location they've isolated, they're smart. You know, they'd save on, you know, having to have a thousand extras around. So that makes it seem less. The helicopters look high end and the explosions and, and, and that stuff works. It is a gun battle that you can see on any uh, Hawaii Five O or NCSI show that feels like that. For the most part, they're shooting that intensity. And I would say... It's, I maybe it's just me. I don't know what it is. Because when it, when it first starts and that first... The first car does that slow motion flip that poof, and it flies in the air. That looks great. But then there are other scenes where I'm watching going, okay, <laughs> it's not on that bar. And that's fine. And again, that's I'm okay with that. I just, man, if this was a movie, I don't know. <laughs> so as we talked about, this is our first seeing him use the Groot ability to mm -hmm. crush a man. We get Talos and Fury going there to help Fury shoots down a helicopter, which I thought was really cool. Talos is going over there. This is the part Debbie had a real problem with. Or no, Jason had a real problem with this, is when they're going to get the president who is hanging upside down and knocked out in the car. And they're like, how are we going to get her out? Talos goes, I got this. I will use my super, well, not even super scroll. I'll use my normal scroll strength as opposed to a hammer would do it, I guess. But I mean, I know that's bulletproof glass. I know it's like that. So they're I showing him tense things. Yeah, you know, I only know what the movies I think, have taught I think me. The door, I have seen pictures of the the door that the president gets carried in, and the door is like this thick. It's oh, like yeah. all armor. So this is also in an. This is in England, correct? No, this is, we're in we're in Russia, I think, aren't we? I'm asking you. I thought they they landed in England. Oh, you know they they are in England. They haven't gotten yeah. to Russia. They yeah, they're, keep, they're they in keep England. popping back and forth. They're in England. Oh, England. We have you, you two, up. <laughs> two 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 things that stood out to me was one of the American military sees that Talos is a scroll because he got shot, so he's kind of half transformed, which is incredible makeup there. And I know that both him and Emily Clark. We're very excited to not have to wear too much green makeup, and I don't think that was her at the beginning of this episode lying down. When she's dead and it's a scroll, I don't think that's her. And when she sits up, it's clearly a special effect when she sits up. So mm -hmm. she never had to wear the makeup, That, as far as I know. Her lying there, if she had the makeup on, they would have had her open her eyes up and said something beforehand. So I will go on, I'll go on record it. saying she didn't have the makeup on. He clearly maybe, does. But, but maybe it, like they don't have a movie budget, but... They don't have to wear anything on their faces anymore. I had this complaint during Thor, Thor: Love and Thunder when Natalie Portman's walking around with a helmet on. It's like that looks helmet looks a little floaty on her. It's because oh. they never have to wear that stuff anymore. Oh, yeah. Thor's helmet, well, Ant Man's helmet, Iron Man's helmet, yeah, but then Spider Man's you, but helmet. But then you watch Endgame, all... you watch Endgame, and you realize they changed all their outfits. And you're like, they changed their outfits? And those are all CG outfits, and you had no idea. So I mean, sometimes CG is just stands out sometimes it doesn't that's the best cg so i think the mask wise is i think he's obviously the mask he's wearing it looks really incredible and obviously he transforms at the end so i believe he put the mask on and had to go through that and tying into this by the way i don't know if you know this but at disneyland in california there's a guy walking around in the marvel area 
and he's dressed as like he's like a doorman there, but he's got a full scroll make hat on, and he's like popping up here and there. Ever since well, this episode, doing, they, they did this, all, and they, uh, it's on the official Disney site, so they want you to see that. There's they did scrolls. marketing ads for this too. They also did with like where there's like scrolls. Just this is a guy walking around places. in 90 degree heat with yeah, a full geez. scroll mask, and it looks really good. When are we doing our podcast on the Rogers the Musical? So the two things I wanted to point I'm out here, about I know. That, by the so way. that'll do it for uh, we'll do it for uh, Patreon. Patreon. No, it's Marvel. We can't do it for Patreon. That's a Marvel show. Absolutely, we can. The one is the Marine Caesar. The Marine sees him. Yes. And he acknowledges that. And then obviously there is the scene where we find out later it's Gravik has a holding a a, a, knife. a knife to him. How did Fury know that? Fury had at this point grabbed the cop. I'm sorry, grab the president, put him in his vehicle, which we were like, oh, I've got my own vehicle. And we were already like going, yeah, he does. He's got a vehicle just like he probably has in the Winter Soldier. So he puts him in there and then he looks back and he goes, he goes, let him go, let him go. How does he know that it's Gravik? And what was Gravik's plan there? Was that to get close enough to kill Fury too, do you think? Because otherwise he should have just killed, killed Fury at any time. So what's, his, although, what's, although what's this, this plan is, here? This is a change of plan. The plan got foiled by Nick Fury showing up. So then he's walking towards Fury with Talos, who we eventually see him stab and kill. Mm-hmm. He kills him, and then he gets away. That I don't know. I don't know how what Nick was Fury his, knew. What was, what was, what was the tell? What was Gravik's plan? Yeah, I don't know what the tell is, and also what was Gravik's plan? Was it to get close enough to Fury so he could take him out too, I'm guessing? And that's why he was so. walking up with him? I think so, because at, at this point, I mean, he could, he could have killed Nick Fury previously, especially when they were sitting down and eating food, or that was with Talos. But like he's, he could have killed Nick Fury in Russia, right? He, we well, find he was out, part we, of. It was an excuse to to we, just blame him. Yes, yeah. and there was also because he wanted to inflict pain on Fury because like, of all the terrible things Fury did. Yeah. So I don't him. I don't know how Nick Fury knew that was a was, was graphic, but I'm assuming it's so graphic could get close and kill him or to kill Talos in front of him. But that is how it ends, where Fury once again has to leave someone he's close to behind, and that's how the episode ends. So episode one. Maria Hill dies. Episode two, Fury is married to a scroll. Episode three, Gaia dies. No. Episode four, Ga- episode four, Talos dies. That's how they've done the four endings. Have each been endings where you go, I got to get right back to this. And you tell you, yeah. you said you don't need cliffhangers, but they do, and I think they're pretty good. I mean, the Talos one, I thought that was a pretty, that was pretty powerful. I mean, we've known Talos now for a movie and an ending, and now a TV show. And Rogue One. And Rogue One, yeah. Chronic. And Ready Player One. Oh, okay. My Ready God. Player w- Rogue God. One. <laughs> so, I thought it was a great episode. Uh, I know you talked about you were going to nitpick at it. I think we... I, I, I nitpicked I think a little... I mean, it, I, again, the biggest thing is the reveal of Rhodey. Got, I found out that Rhodey was a scroll because someone said his voice... Well, that was Rhodey's voice, and that was the reveal. I think that was stupid. But the, the episode is, like I said, this is a good episode. I think the scene between um, Fury and his wife, it was really, it reminded me of the scene in Daredevil when Matt Murdock and Kingpin are in the in one of the interrogation rooms and they have a dialogue together. I think this was season two of Daredevil, maybe in season three. And I, I still think about that scene because the writing was so good and the acting was so good. This felt like that. I thought the acting was so good in this scene. I believe them. I believe Fury's hurt. I believed her hurt. I mean, like she, like she didn't want to do it, and it was just so well done, so well done. So, 
Thank you for listening to this episode that was longer than the actual episode. I think us sitting down talking is so well done. Look at this. This is great. <laughs> uh, the the arrogance. The audacity. I like how they keep uh, saying special uh, special guest star Colby Smolders. Yes. As the beaver. She, she's, she's like, you, you killed me off. I want paycheck for all Well, she's in the episode. Out. She's in the episode on the video screen. When he shows, when he goes, look, that's you killing, you know, in front of the dead body. When Rhodey shows Fury in the hotel oh, yeah. room. And so you show her there, you pay her. Yeah. That's why it's done that way. If Everett Ross in there, he'd be special. So, yeah, even if it's sure. old food, that's I why it's done. That she was in there. Yeah, nice. All right. We actually got one episode done by itself. Woo-hoo! Come <laughs> back with us when we come back to episode five. five and six. <laughs> no, hopefully not. And that's it there is nothing else i know joel wants to do teenage mutant ninja turtles but i'm just not gonna what do it joel what? just not gonna do it man why would you say i want to do that <laughs> i don't know because that's the only movie i can think of that's coming out again go to patreon.com slash bennett brothers podcast to listen to our mini cast there and become a patron which we very very much appreciate there is a new one out there where we review indiana jones and the dial of destiny a lot of fun talking about that one music throughout totally screwing with copyrights i just put a music bed of every great john williams in there i got the in temple of doom music in there i got all which is more like from the video game doom you know all the all the banging i'm not doing a terrible job of it i should be playing it right now but i'm not going to and uh that's where we're at right now after this is all said and done the next thing that i can think of and tell me i'm wrong is i don't know if we're gonna do blue beetle (laughs) but uh we're definitely gonna do ahsoka because that's some Star Wars, and we've been doing some Star Wars shows. Okay. And that's in September, August? I have not watched the trailer yet. Fool! I'll, I'll, I'll see it when I see it. Jabba's coming back. They've already brought Jabba's. They no, have two no, Jabba's. It's a cyborg Jabba. Well, it's, wow. It's awesome. Oh, not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pagrido. Hopefully I made that sound deeper. So. <laughs> you made it sound higher. <laughs> Chris Pagrido! All right, I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.